you're listening to the Rebel Scum Podcast. You are always scum. Rebel Scum. From odds making to list rankings, we've got you covered. And don't forget to join us on Patreon for early access and exclusive content. Here are your hosts, Brock and James. Episode 155, Rebel Scum Podcast. That's what you call a cold open. Did you know that? <laughs> cold open. I'm it's- James and I'm joined with Brock. What up, Brock? How much? That was a sentence. That's not an opening of any sort. <laughs> oh, I opened the show. It's still an opening. Coldly. There mm. was no, I mean, I guess it's not a cold open. A cold open would be like, I don't know. But uh, I'm James. He's we Brock. talk about. Keep going. You were on. You were on to something. This is the Scum Podcast. We're scum. Scum. Yeah. No, it's all good. Uh, we got a, a really cool <laughs> 155 show. One hundred fifty-five of these. One hundred fifty-five of these things on the internet just keeps. I'm tethering yeah. for my phone, and it's still uh, acting. Uh, we got a cool show coming up. Voter no confidence coming up after. Never tell me the odds. Uh, so, so stick around for that big news day brock i don't know if you know but big news day um we're recording this on wednesday but thursday when this drops early in the morning good morning america will be debuting baby yoda merchandise up the wazoo some people would argue this is you know four months too late the uk is like what's a baby yoda so we gotta (laughs) like no one knows what baby yoda is Yeah, I'm. I'm actually uh, looking forward to going to uh, a comic convention, looking down Artist Alley, because I don't. No, the Fan Expo is our big convention. We've mentioned it before, mm-hmm. but that happened way before Mandalorian dropped. So uh, there's a Toronto Comic Con that uh, in March, is in March. So I might have some real uh, Baby Yoda merchandise. So I'm pretty psyched to check that out. Yeah. Um, in regards to out i don't know man like i guess the 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 funko pop you know me like it might be cool it's the highest it's the highest uh pre-selling funko pop of all time oh i believe it yeah of all um it's it's broken records don't get me wrong i I love i love baby (laughs) but um i'm not psyched to buy anything of it I, i don't know maybe you know me if i see a cool shirt then all bets are off. I'll tell you. But I don't know. I would have been more. I probably would have been done to buy a few things at Christmas time. Uh, yeah. For like joke gifts. Or even like uh, Valentine's and my anniversary just passed. And I was like, oh, I'm going to get Aaron something Baby Yoda as a joke. And then like, there's nothing. And the things that they are. I, the one thing I can't. I just can't wrap my head around with Baby Yoda is. I understand they hit it because they're like, we don't. We want it to be a surprise. We want it to be a surprise. And I completely understand that and respect that and appreciate that. However, Disney, I mean, Lucasfilm aside, Disney owns Lucasfilm. So Disney has the greatest artists living, working for them. You're telling me none of them could have turned around a Baby Yoda t-shirt within like a minute of that thing debuting on The Mandalorian? Like the, the merch, like- but the merch that came out was the was the uh was the the artwork. Like 
It's like, well, that's just the art of book. Like, you don't give me, like, just, you have the best artists in the world. Just put it on a t-shirt. You can print it in two seconds. Put it on T Public. Everyone else did. Yeah. Uh, I, I, there has been merchandise I've seen, but I don't, like, again, I don't think it's out. You see so much stuff, like, it's, oh, this is about to come out. And you're like, ooh. And then I'm like, I have other things to do. Yeah. Here's my question, and maybe this is silly. Are kids watching Mandalorian? They must be, yeah. Uh, or is it too? It's kind of like that. I don't have kids. I don't know. I know my my friend Steve over at work. His son uh, Colby, who I saw Rise of Skywalker with, wanted to watch the Baby Yoda show. And our our good buddy Aaron Quinton watches it with his son, who's been on the show. Uh, yeah, like I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if it's. I don't know if you guys have kids and they're watching. And let us know because I have no idea. I don't know. But Baby Yoda <laughs> to me is like. The adult, they got the adult crowd is what they want to get, and that's why it was so strange to me that they're like, we have a Tumblr with this art, art of stuff. I'm just like, well, that's weird. Brock, your camera just went. Yeah, I know. I don't know how. (laughs) Mini Brock on the screen right now. It's like I moved in it. It's you know? not as it's not as funny as I'm making it sound, but I wasn't really looking at it. it was like, and I yeah. I thought I was having like a seizure is what I thought was happening. It, it like froze on my end too for a second, and then it popped me the, all the way up. Well, you know, you look crystal clear right now, so that's yeah. that's a bonus. Uh, that's a bonus. I gotta bring something Wait. up. So it's a anyway. it's, it's been a slow slow uh, little while on Star Wars right now. Clone Wars is hitting Friday. Great. Everyone's excited about Clone Wars. Um, I think the first four episodes, though, aren't going to be... They're going to be good, don't get me wrong, but they're not going to be surprising because I believe the information for them has already been kind of released for these four episodes. Like They were like, the unreleased episodes, here they are. So that's fine. Um, and I'm looking forward to it. Can't wait to talk to you about the Clone Wars returning. Hashtag Clone Wars save. Big success. I would say that this was the uh, first step in the Sonic the Hedgehog I mean, re- redesign. Great. <laughs> yeah, now your image just left, and now you're now. You're... Oh, stand by. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, but yeah, Clone Wars. I'm halfway through season three. I really dropped the ball on getting that done in time. Um, but I was thinking about it today. I'm excited uh, for when season seven is done. Because I think I'm going to, the second I finish watching it, start watching Rebels where Ahsoka shows up. See how that feels together. Um, I don't think I should rewatch Rebels before. Though I'm I'm so, I'm just so jazzed to figure out if it fits together. Maybe not. I don't think it needs to, you know what I mean? But like. There's enough time passes between them that I don't think it needs to directly connect. Uh, but yeah, so it's, um, I'm, I'm, I'm psyched and it's, it's, it's interesting rewatching the show, uh, especially the first season because, uh, um, I don't know if it's because we've had rebels so much now or there's something about the first season that felt different, uh, on mm. this watch. And I feel like I've watched the first season a bunch of times cause you know how like, I'll start watching it, and then it's a service. You'll watch that, and then you'll get distracted. Like, yeah, I'm really psyched to get to the Darth Maul stuff because I don't really, 
I can remember the episodes where he first shows up and he's crazy, but like the Dark Saber Mall stuff, I'm like, I have completely blanked that out. But I will say also, rewatching it, seeing Death Watch and like starting to put the names back into my memory again. It's like I have a memento disease where it's like, yes, I've watched this, but I, I don't remember exactly what happened. So yeah. I love Clone Wars. <laughs> I can't. I can't wait for it. the the mall dark dark saber stuff is on the tip of my t- the, the the forefront of my mind because we've done videos on scavenger scum on it and stuff. So it's like, <laughs> and, you know, it's feel like I've seen that recently. <laughs> you know, even though I haven't seen it in a while, but yeah. we're doing the rewatch. Uh, I've been rewatching it uh, every once in a while, and uh, it's uh, yeah. Great quality. I hope we get some. See, this is what I talked about this last week, where we're getting the Knights of Ren comic, which is a fantastic comic. I'm not. Ta- I don't want to take anything away from from that. But imagine a Clone Wars style show. Oh yeah. And that like it's just it feels like there's like these opportunities to go with, and because they're so secretive on everything, we're missing out on on what could be in a lot of ways. So I'm really excited for it. Like Dark Horse did a really good series called Republic, which is where like Quinlan Voss got really huge. And thinking back now, I don't remember the troopers being a huge part of it. They would have been because it's basically the Clone Wars, I think. Mm. But uh, yeah, like I would hands down read something with more clone stuff. Like I love the clones. Well, everyone knows clones, stormtroopers, and porks. Yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah star other than that like star wars has kind of been been minor i'm sure well actually, i actually have no idea what your news are but the, the the blu-ray and digital release of rise of skywalker yeah. was announced and that big box set which we were yeah. kind of talking about a few weeks ago and i said i'll get it and i told Aaron today i want it she goes oh how much is it a thousand dollars i was like probably i haven't really looked into it but it looks nice it looks beautiful yeah uh, the problem uh, I think some people are having is it's the 4K that is on Disney Plus, so it's like, well, why did we buy 4K if you're gonna just, or why did you, why did we do the subscription to Disney Plus if you're just gonna sell it again? And I'm like, well, who cares? Like, <laughs> well, that's the thing. Well, I mean, how well, they're saying that for this? Did they say that about Endgame? Yeah, good point. Or any Marvel, like you know, I mean, I know a lot of the Marvels before this, but it's like this is just the thing that's going to be in our lives now. Either you're going to want your own physical copy of yeah. it, your own digital copy, or you're just going to be fine with Disney Plus, and that's yeah. just where we are right now. And I think for for people that like Star Wars, for Star Wars fans, I think this is a good collector piece for it. My yeah. concern is that it is the complete Skywalker saga, and if they freaking come around and say oh there's one more i'm gonna be like well now i'm ticked off that's what i'll lose it is is when you start to do that to me if it is the i hope this is the end of the skywalker saga i can hear rural farm boy right now this is the right. end he's yelling at us oh also shout out to rural farm boy uh usually these shows drop on wednesdays it was a long weekend here we had lots of things going on we didn't have time to record uh but he, he showed us on twitter he goes i'm waiting where are you on wednesday <laughs> at seven <laughs> And uh, sorry about that, but it's Thursday at 7 this week, so we're glad you're here, because I'm guessing you're all here, and we haven't missed a beat, Brock. Yeah. <laughs> Did you say bees? <laughs> bees. Smink. Bees? Smink. Bees? Smink. So, I was like, you know, I, 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 every once in a while I Google Star Wars. What's yeah. up, Star Wars? 
And uh, this time I did it, and it was, there was nothing really going on in Star Wars. And uh, hugely fo- monumental. Oh, Trust nothing. me, though, I have news. Oh no, things are happening in Star Wars, but nothing like ooh, that's a hot topic, right? And then oh. I, I don't like to bring this company up, Brock, but I have to. <laughs> Forbes magazine. Yeah. Do you have you read Forbes magazine? Like physically or just any art- type of Forbes? I mean, I it, if you search any well, I search Star Wars on a weekly basis for the news. That's spoiler. I just cut and paste all this stuff. Uh uh but uh every time i get someone like what how why are you guys talking about star wars like if talking about lucasfilm making money makes sense to me because forbes is yeah, a money yeah. rag thing right you know um so so yeah forbes since yeah. solo i don't know about last jedi but since solo forbes has uh just wanted to come down on star wars yeah why and and every time I type in Star Wars for like the last couple months, more than a couple months, it's been this giant douchebag, Scott Mendelson, pissing all over Star Wars. And I'm yeah. to this point now, when I understand that we're in a clickbait culture, like the title of this video is Raylo Babies, and there's a reason for that. Right. <laughs> but like, I, like we understand, everything is clickbait. But this jackwad... Keeps writing these negative articles, and it's the worst type of clickbait. And it's the type that people like him are like would go against if a YouTuber. There are YouTubers that do all this hate, the hate videos, right? That's what these Forbes articles are becoming. It's really getting annoying. And the worst part is, I'm gonna stop talking about the name of everything now because they're getting way too much attention for it. Everybody is like, oh, how could you say that? I think what needs to happen here, Brock, is we need to just stop acknowledging that certain, I don't know what they are, smut magazine. We'll call it a smut magazine. We need to stop acknowledging it altogether and let it just die off like Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru on Tatooine. <laughs> too soon. Too soon. But, uh, but, uh, but seriously, it's just, it's, you know the Star Wars fandom is like fractured. It's always fractured, but yeah. it's it's articles like this and clickbait links for this hate culture like this from a major company. It's just it's it, honestly it's disgusting, and I'm sick of every time I type in Star Wars, it appears on a Google search. I want to contact Google and say, "Yo, uh, this offends me." <laughs> It's time to. It's just offensive because they're not about anything. It's just about this one jackass's hate for Star Wars. It's just lazy journalism because it's like it's weird that he's doing all of the stories. So it's sort of like he's convinced someone in the editorial staff. It's like, yeah, I'll just churn out Star Star Wars show, uh, Star Wars articles. And I feel I've read a couple just because I'm like, oh, maybe there's something here. Uh, but it's a lot of repetition. I, I, hmm. I get. I mean. I understand some some websites they you have to explain stuff like there's a Cassian Endor story in the news and like the, the it's not very long that's why I have a bunch of stories this week but just saying here's the here's the piece of information you need it's basically two sentences and then it's a whole article just explaining who yeah. Cassian Endor is and I'm like uh, 
Well, first, we live in a time, maybe my father wouldn't do this. I use my father's example, but if he were to see this article and it just said the news of Cassie and Andor, then logically in the internet age, you're like, who is Cassie and Andor? You're already on the internet. Like, why wouldn't you just Google it? I get it. You got to, I, I, I took journalism too. I, I probably would get to that point as well, but like, it's. There's a point where you're like, this is lazy. <laughs> and Forbes, like Forbes, why would I go to it for movies stuff at all? I don't know. Have they rebranded themselves? I think we've talked about this before. Like, I can expect that from the Huffington Post because they were like, we're a little different. But like, I don't, I don't think Huffington Post and Forbes are two different things. But like, Huffington Post will just throw random stories and like, okay, yeah, I, I understand. So I don't I don't know. But that's the yeah, problem that, with Forbes though, is they're so they have so much backing that they can yeah. push themselves to be at the front of all my Google searches when all they're doing is having Jackass number one write an article about how much he hates something. I get it, you don't like it. I don't care. I, there's I could go online like if it was your blog, Brock, if you wrote a blog and you hated Star Wars, respect. But this is a major smut company doing this. I, I don't like, I just, I, I just like get over star Wars and get over it. I'm like, we need, what I'm saying though, is we as fans need to stop clicking on that and those type of articles. If we want them to go away, we got to start clicking on the clone Wars saved articles. Those happy ones that are positive. Yeah. I, I still don't understand why, again, I don't want to really talk about rise of Skywalker per se. Uh, but like I keep seeing articles, it's like, oh, they've given up on Star Wars. Like, but it always includes like it made like this many billions of dollars. I'm like, like it, it made money. <laughs> or I, I would love to know what the like current uh, box office. I know it's like it's technically a success. What? It's not breaking records. I don't think. But you know what I mean. Like we, it's just sort of like. Oh, it's a bomb. Like, is it a bomb? I'm pretty sure you can still go see it in theaters, no? <laughs> like, I don't know. Uh, oh, I think it is I think it is fading. I, I wouldn't say it's a bomb. I don't think it was the massive success they were hoping for when they branded it yeah. the end of the Skywalker saga, but it's not a failure. No. <laughs> uh, it's, just, it's just these companies will say it, and then people will believe it, and then it starts to trend and trend and trend, and you're like, because... Yeah, I'm not. It's just it's annoying. It's frustrating when I just want to come on. and I want to say like I just want to read something about yeah. Star Wars. And be like Brock, we should talk about this about what's in the news right now because this is exciting. And instead, I've got to put up with jerk, 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 screen rant, screen rant, screen rant, jerk, jerk. jerk. Like it's like how many articles is? I'm over it. <laughs> Are you though? <laughs> I'm not. It's just annoying. And he's anyway. Ugh. God. Can't you just if I put in Forbes <laughs> looking at it right now, and if I go if I click down on this, I'm just trying to see, like you should be able to just like cancel it from your searches. Like, you can? If you could do that, let me know. If anyone knows how to do that, because I will we should all do that with Forbes, man. Put you like block a site. I Forbes. If it was about money, I would read it, but they're not. They're just like the reason why Star Wars doesn't work is because I like to I'm over it. This is just astounding content we're creating here. <laughs> where, where's this is soapbox? I don't like. I don't like them. I don't care if they don't like me. I really don't care. Um, there's a, too much negativity out there in the world. We don't need big corporations to contribute to that. Maybe people should be a little bit more freaking positive, and we can come out here and smile 
like the Joker, like Joaquin Phoenix. How about that? Mm. Wait a minute. That <laughs> one a took a turn. Yeah, <laughs> that one was that one was awkward. Star Wars won. Oh my God, what happened? Star Wars won zero Oscars. Uh, yeah. Yet again, I'm not gonna lie. There was a small part of me thought that John Williams was gonna snag it because um, it's his last go round at Star yeah. Wars, his last kick at the can at the at the franchise. Um, mm-hmm. And the, the Oscars tend to work like that. I didn't, but th- there didn't seem to be a big enough push from uh, Lucasfilm, Disney, or or the media in general for him to win one because it was his last go around. Do you think he? Do you think he deserved an Oscar for Star Wars? At least one. I just. What do you think? Who did win? Who won best score or whatever it is? I don't know. Mary Poppins Returns. I can't remember. That's not it. Um, I don't know. Joker won. Joker won. Was it music? By the way, by the way, side Akbar. When the Joker won, I was I was half asleep and and I was like, oh, Joker won for best music, and I said it had a score. So. No offense, I'm sure it was great, but I watched the movie the day before the Oscars, and I, <laughs> I didn't even know it had a, a score. So, uh, I don't know. I just can't think of any music that stands out in Rise of Skywalker outside of the normal stuff, uh, which is, I think, the reason why it wasn't. Yeah, like yeah. I mean, he got a nomination. It's John Williams. Like, uh, yeah, it'd be nice. He's going to get some kind of like lifetime award at some point if he hasn't already. You know, like, what else? Uh, yeah, like, whatever. The guy, like, it's like, look at his career just with Star Wars. But then you're like, oh, he's like, he's the Superman score. He's Indiana Jones. He's Harry Potter. Hook. Harry Potter. Yeah, like it's like I'd be like whatever. Yeah, you want to do that? You want me to do that song I've done like eight or nine other times? Yeah, sure. Why not? Bring, well, that's what I mean. A lot of times with the Academy Awards is they give, you know, Peter Jackson best director, not for the first one or the second one, but he's gonna get it for Return of the King. Mm-hmm. You like they like to give it the retroactive one, like okay, you were introduced, here you go. You get this Oscar now. And I know he's won, I think, two in the past, so I guess it wasn't that big of a deal. But I just thought for his entire work in Star Wars, when, I don't know, no like no offense to the other nominees, and I haven't seen them all, and I, I've heard some of them are really great. He's, you know, he's John Williams. I like, personally, it, it didn't bother me because, again, I didn't know Joker had a theme, and it, I still wasn't like, ah, It just, uh, you're, I think John Williams, it would be nice if he got an honorary one because you look at the movies we just mentioned, and that's like, three of the nine thousand that he's scored yeah i guess download one of his like greatest hits i don't know what you would call what he does like the best of john williams and it's there's so much to it. i downloaded it once i can't remember which probably apple apple music when i had a iphone and i was like wow there's so many songs uh but yeah it's a great um he is a master no. The other yeah. ones, I can't It was only for two others, like sound design uh, and probably sound editing. I got to say, the sound design in the sequel trilogy, not my favorite. I said that before. I'll continue it. Uh, no, 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 wait. I shouldn't say not my favorite. The lightsaber sounds are not nearly as good as they were in the originals or the prequels. They don't have the 
je ne sais quoi. I have no idea what to call it, but there's something missing from it. If you watch, I was just watching, like every time I watch a prequel, I'm like, oh, that lightsaber sound. And, and I'll never forget the time in the theater watching Force Awakens, smiling the whole time. And when Finn turned on the lightsaber, I was waiting for that sound and it just, it fell flat to me. It's missing, I don't know, it's almost too digital, which I guess makes sense because we're in a digital age. That's true. I have read that. On <laughs> uh, yeah. Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars. Um, very excited. Aaron was watching This Is Us as we're recording. She's catching up, and apparently there was a Star Wars reference. She said, you're missing the Star Wars reference. And I was like, tell me what other miserable crap is happening. Because uh, I don't know if anyone's seen that show, but it is nonstop miserable nonsense after miserable nonsense what it's murphy's law they should have just called it murphy's law yeah i don't think it's special to have a star wars reference although what reham does that to me too where i forget what she she did something recently someone referenced star wars She's like i thought of you i'm like yeah that's nice hey, <laughs> that <is a> relationship <laughs> do, you, do you think star wars is too mainstream now oh yeah i mean it's been in the pop culture zeitgeist for 40 years i think it's yeah it's, <laughs> there's one writer that on every writing staff is like whoa look at star wars i'm like he's the kooky one <laughs> <laughs> um but, it, uh, it is everywhere it's, it's impressive where there was a time when only kevin smith would acknowledge star wars existence yeah and like now like all major sports teams have a star wars night like mm. i work for the blue jays I, the last two years they've done oh, you can't see my hat right now no, are you wearing I'm wearing, the R2? I'm wearing the R2 hat, yeah. Uh, I don't know if they're doing one this year. I think they are. But, like, I've been in the production meetings where they talk about it, and they're so reluctant to do it, but, like, everybody does Star Wars. In fact, I didn't put it in the news, but Philly, uh, the Philadelphia Flyers, are having a Star Wars night, I think, in... It has to be March because they wouldn't technically be still playing in May. Or would it be playoffs by then? They wouldn't do it in May, though. No. Anyways, so it's in March at some point. It's a cool shirt. It's the Flyers logo, but it's where the 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 P part of it, I guess, is is uh is the Falcon or no? Oh. It's anyway. If you look it up, it's it's pretty sweet. And then there's like some like video of it with gritty which is like obviously yeah. <laughs> so like if gritty can like star wars make star wars references like there was one team i don't know where it was i can't remember where it was where they it was star wars night and they got a goal and their goal celebration was the guy this player skated to the bench and force oh, choked yeah. everyone on the bench and they all did it was like that's pretty that's pretty cool that uh that's elaborate yeah, that was awesome. That's like a football move, man. Football players would do that. I'm down for that. Uh, you want to go to the odds? Let's do it. Never tell me the odds. Yeah. They're brought to us by Patreon. And here are our fine patrons who think that we're so great that they like to give us their hard-earned cash. And thank you very much. These people are executive producer Heidi Fetter. Barry Brophy, Dennis Allen, Mary Kristen, Aton, Jeff Wilson, Aaron Quinton, Al Schuler, Phil Stanforth, Janet Rubio, Austin Schur, Scott D., Andy Higgins, Josh Price, 
and Mason Hope. Matt W. Tony Comstock, Rural Farm Boy, Frank Perkins, Sooner Thrawn, Neil Lowry, D. Raven Spencer, Matt Dallas, DJ Blake, Gleek Play One, Kayla Davis, Charlotte, Mariah Weekland, Girls with Sabres, who will be coming on shortly, and straight from the from philly itself mm. no he's in pittsburgh am i allowed yeah. to say that maybe he's still in philly i don't know if i'm supposed to announce he where he is. yeah he did Ooh, uh he did, he did he he's like oh well, excuse so- you <laughs> it's like i have so many subscribers i must move we shall unsubscribe to the denim Den nerds. nerds is a fantastic patron yeah yeah he's very supportive uh, living in the state of Pennsylvania. Not he doesn't like Andrew though, so that's why we like him. Uh, don't be a dirt. All right, never tell me the odds. Uh, thank you, Patreon, for all of your support. Here we go. Maybe. First odd. Uh, the odds of Jar Jar Binks appearing on the Obi Wan Kenobi show. This was a rumor dating back, uh, but these scripts have all been thrown in the trash. So, what do you think, Brock? Oh, that'd be awesome. Uh... Of it happening, though, I'm going to go full Brock. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it would be great. I think it would be fantastic. Do it. But I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that that's why they're rewriting it. I'm also going to go full Brock. Uh, I really want to see this happen. I almost feel like, yeah. like you and McGregor would be like, uh, no. But also... With all these Ahmed Best revelations, maybe he'd be like, okay, let's put Ahmed Best in this show. So I'm going to go full Brock. I 100% would like to see that happen. Uh, next odd, the odds of Admiral Raddus appearing on the Cassian Andor series. Will Raddus appear on Cassian Andor? I think it's a smart move. Like, he's, I, I guess you can you say he's a fan favorite. People like him. I, he's basically northern version of Admiral Akbar. So, uh, yeah, and I assume Cassian Andor is going to have to deal with the Rebel Alliance at some point. Like that's probably what the show is going to be mostly about. So put him in. It's a guy in a mask. Easy. <laughs> so I'm going to go eighty-five percent. I'm going to go seventy-nine. I'm with you on this one. I think. How do you not put him in? I think it was. Uh... It was supposed to be, it's funny because he was supposed to be Akbar, but I would I, I love Radis. I would like to see more Radis. He's so powerful. He's so important to Star Wars as well that giving him more to do uh, would be uh, beneficial to the franchise as a whole. Yeah. And sure. our fi- our final odd, the odds of a Disney Plus series about a character or event mentioned in the sequel trilogy. 100%. <laughs> wow Cause, like they gotta do something i mean there's so many things that they just set up in last jedi or, or return of the return of the king <laughs> rise of skywalker that they can make shows off like i said it before lando and luke looking for what is it they're looking for the oh. wayfinder and then sort of they understand who ray is that would be cool make it a cartoon i don't know whatever uh I'm not in love with it, but like Jana and Lando going off and trying to figure out who she is. Okay. And then you got, um, what's her face? Carrie Russell. Zori Bliss. 
plants, and there you use your opportunity to get more Babu Frick. Like, there you go. One, two, three. Like, boom. And then, of course, Rose Tico. <laughs> Rose. Uh, I'm going to go... I'm going to go 70.3%. Mm. I, I just... I, they need to start doing these things. Just give it to us, man. Marvel is white. Like, why are they... Af- it's almost like they're afraid of Star Wars. Afraid of giving us these things. So, uh... Oh, it's voting on confidence time! Brock, you ready? I'm always ready. That's debatable. Let's, let's bring in our guests. We've got two special guests uh, with us today from across... Can we say across the globe, Brock? Is that fair? It's not, but could we say it? It's globe adjacent. <laughs> There's water separating us. And land. Right. All right, we've got representing the Knights of Ren, Rob. How you doing? I'm doing great, Brock. How you doing, James? Oh, yeah. Bringing that big Jedi energy. (laughs) Sith energy. (laughs) And representing the Praetorian Guards, we've got Charlie. Charlie, what's up? Hey, how we doing? Uh, I'm going to be the, you know, Praetorian Guard a little more dignified, so I won't do the Macho Man impression. So my stately red robes here. Hold on. Oh, awesome. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> oh, he's gone. Oh, no. oh he's ready. Oh. <laughs> you got that on surprisingly fast. Yeah, very fast. It's almost like he <laughs> is Kylo Ren. Oh, yeah. Oh, Macho <laughs> Man Ren. <laughs> Macho Ren. I'm ready to duel Charlie. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone knows how the rules work. This is very serious stuff. This is a debate. We're debating who was, would you say, better? Maybe better. The Knights of Ren versus Praetorian Guard here. Brock, who's your money on tonight? This is hard because I've been really interested in the Knights of Ren. But it was such a disappointment in Rise of Skywalker. Praetorian Guards, I will agree, there's a class to them. But again, unknown, like... They're just a group of fighters that are just so interesting, but not there's no follow through. But so I am conflicted myself. I I will give you a proper answer at the end of this. I think my uh, look, Charlie, don't let me down. I mean, there you guys can't see me now, but I got a Praetorian guy right over my right shoulder. Yeah, Rob, I'm sorry, but I do. That's okay. <laughs> I don't I'm sorry. Don't worry. But you know what? You got to win me over. You get to win me over. So. You know, maybe the pressures are all on uh, Charlie right now because I'm in there. And, no pressure. Uh, no pressure whatsoever. All right, Knights of Ren is going to go first. Right. Why, don't you, why don't you take it, Kylo? Yo, you guys, you, you the Berturi guard, right? They walk it around. They just live in a chamber. What are they doing there? Some rustling? They just wait for Snoke to just sit there? What if Snoke disappears for a minute? What do they do then? Do they cook? Flambe, or do they chew eggs? Do they just piddle paddle, or do they practice? I want to know this, Charlie, because outside of that, you guys don't leave the room much. What do you do? We do a lot. We do a lot. All right, so let me educate you a little bit. History and numbers. All right, Praetorian Guard. 
based off of for uh, us that are not in the uh, you know Star Wars lore, based off of the Roman Praetorian Guard that mm-hmm. protected the Emperor, right? So there, it's rich in flavor, it's rich in history. Not only that, you see the first edition of them in Return of the Jedi with the Red Guard, the Red Royal Guard. They are the Praetorian Guard. Okay, so mm-hmm. we have lots of history on our side. Not only that, we have the numbers. Hey, there are eight, eight elite members of the Praetorian Guard. How many are Knights of Ren? Six. Six. Oh, oh, okay. So we have, we have, we have the numbers on our side. Bring on your Jedi, because I can combat that as well. So we have the history and we have the numbers. What else you got? Oh man, we're not even part of the Jedi, man. We got dark force. We're just dark force users. Cause we're like little witches just walking around, just doing things that we wear black. Black is so dastardly with buckles, big buckles that we make ourselves and we take from our foes. And if we defeat you in battle, we would have a bunch of red buckles, which would then make us look like Atlanta Falcon fans. But yet, we would still have to burn it all because we love the black and our weapons and our armors are just so beautiful. Wait, wait, Brock, how do you feel about the buckles comment? Are you <laughs> are you down with the buckles? Man, I know we're talking about belt buckles. Oh. Yeah. All right. Good point. Well, you you want to talk about weapons and armor? Yes. I got you covered. All right. So we have eight guards broken down into two per group so you have four different groups all right so two of them are uh, equipped with vibro benzitos yeah you have two of them that have the electro chain whip that can be broken down as a staff then you have two that have the vibro vlog which is similar to the basento it's just longer and wider then we have two more that held two twin vibro blades that could separate. Not only is it can be used as a staff, they can separate. And you want to talk about armor. We'll talk about armor. They have layered plate mail, layered plate mail, just like the Bushido warriors in Japanese history, right? They can be energized to deflect blaster bolts. They help repel the strikes against the lightsabers. What else do you I see it, but you know what? I look at that armor, right? I look at that armor, and all I see is Madonna. Like, you're just wearing your underwear out on the side of your things now. You think you're cool. You don't walk around talking about you, a material crew. You got to know the whole crew itself. Your weapons might be a little cool. You had me at the Vibralance, but those whips, come on, man. Let me whip it out. Let me whip it out. I'm going to whip you. Whip. All right, so, you, you know, even without the weapons, check this out. We are trained in Tereskasi. Oh, yeah. We are also trained in uh, the Connie Hand, which is taught to the Jedi as their non-lightsaber training. They are also trained in Ikani, I probably am massacring these names, but the Ikani Martial Arts, which is taught only to the Praetorian Guard. Not only that, they also have another training style, which is uh, Nar Kanji, which is the blind alley fighting. Mm. Yeah. Different yeah. styles. 
and your guys, I mean, if you want, I mean, I could read off some of my notes on, on, on what you guys have for fighting style, but I mean, it's... Uh, Wait, we're, you know, the, the whole rumor is that there was a rumor that the Knights of Ren were actually the Praetorian Guard, but the Praetorian Guard was slain, so that rumor is debunked, but I will tell you something, you got little pretty armors and little things and you have so much fun. And I see you went the facts. I thought about going facts. I was like, you know what? But our weapons are badass. And you know what's even better? We got a comic line as well. We're in it. We're, we're in it all over. Ren's with us. You're learning the history. We got Ben Solo joining the group now. He's going to eventually lead us to the promised land. And we're going to fight him in the end. Because that's what we do. We'll, we'll get to that here, all right? So you want to talk about scenes. You want to talk about movies, okay? The Last Jedi, all right, the scene with the Praetorian Guard lasted over three minutes. The fight scene lasted over three minutes. Yep. Isa Skywalker, how long did that fight scene last? How long did it take Kylo to or Ben to dispatch the uh, them? 46 seconds? Once he got the lightsaber, but he was scared. He was so scared of us. He wouldn't even use his force powers. Not only that, it took two Jedi, it took Kylo mm. and Rey to dispatch all of the guard. Okay. That was a, that's a beautiful argument. That was an argument if I got to Praetorian, I was going to make the most. Because it did take two highly powered, it took a Skywalker and, of course, a Palpatine to defeat them. But, but, they were all caught off. They were also confused. So you, they, the Praetorian guard, had an advantage. Whereas when we stepped onto the scene, we got some nice licks in on Sir Ben Solo, and we're ready to bring the pain. I got so much more coming for you. Here's my last feather in the cap. In the novelization of The Last Jedi, it talks extensively about how scared Kylo Ren was of the guard, and that he really didn't stand a chance against them Cannon, right there. Mm. He had to have Ray in order to win. You, you, that's it. Well, here we go. You ready? Break it down. The Knights Ren is the name of the gang, and you better be scared. So let's start the roll call off. Just to be fair, Alec brings the strategy, like I bring the pain. Cardo is the armorer. His mods are insane. Karuk has our backs like a sniper in a jungle while Trudge and collects the heads from your red ass bungles. Ushar will make you grovel for mercy while you end up like Cersei. And last but not least, the cruel the Harvester will cut through the rest because the Knights of Ren are the best. Oh, yeah! You might have a rap, no matter what, uh, where on the scale you want to rate that, but I have the facts. And the facts don't lie. He's like a lawyer. Facts, <laughs> and I wrote a rap. Facts versus rap. Brock, any uh, any closing thoughts today? I gotta I, I gotta be real now. The pomp and circumstance of the Knights of Ren, uh, it's it's easy. I could I could go to the dark side, but I gotta say, the current stance of both of these, I, I think the Praetorian Guards are superior. They're just a little bit more to it. I will put an asterisk on it. I feel that we're going to learn more about the Knights and Ren. I think we need to revisit this. But for me, it's got to be Praetorian Guards. And ironically, I was reading something historical and mentioned the real Praetorian Guards. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a thing. 
but yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Rob. I have to go with the Praetorian Guard. It's okay. It's okay. Debated like superbly though. <laughs> like it was on, side, on both sides. But you, I gotta say, it's been a delight just doing what you, you put the mask on, and I could still hear what you were saying. <laughs> yeah. I, I almost want to. I'm always gonna pick Knights of Ren just so I don't get force choked through the monitor right now. <laughs> Uh, but, but this is not just about Brock and I. We want to know what everybody watching and listening has to say. Give us a comment below. Give us your vote. Give us a vote. We will announce the winner uh, after it has been on uh, for for this week. So next week's episode, episode 156, we will have the winner. Uh, why don't you yeah. guys each, starting with Rob, why don't you guys each tell us where they could find you and any last thoughts you want to point out to push you over the edge? Charlie? Since you live farthest west, you can go first. Well, I appreciate it. All right. So you can find me on Twitter at dblakejr7, or just look for any tweets that have Charlie Skywalker on there. I also host a podcast, Star Wars Through the Ages. Uh, I'm a little behind on that, but I'll get back going. Uh, and, yeah, I really appreciate all the support that I've been getting on Twitter. Uh, appreciate you guys. And, Rob, that was amazing. I loved it. <laughs> Thanks, man. I had a great time going up to get you too, man. I hear your name mentioned all the time on the podcast since I, you know, been on board. Uh, you can find me at Heat Override with just an O. If you put two zeros like the way I spell it, you'll get your eerie Macho Man. Then you can go check out my Macho Man suit. <laughs> but you can find me there. I do do a podcast. It's called Bring the Pain. Uh, that's pretty much how my podcasts go. I'm completely insane. Okay. Uh, I did that for the rhyme, but I know these guys are up against the time. Guys, thank you so much for giving us the best. Now, can I just hear that the Knights of Ren are above all the rest? Oh, boom. We'll find out next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. Yeah. All right, Brock, you want to read some news? You don't always know I'm ready to read the news, baby. Thanks, guys, so much for joining us and doing the Voidmill Conference. Let's hit Come up on. the hollow news. Hollow news, da 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 da. Hollow news. My mic is so wind up. No, I'm shutting it off. Bye, Brock. Enjoy. Uh, hollow news. The news you need to know right now. Uh, let's just skip over the Blu-ray stuff. The Blu-ray is coming out for Rides of Skywalker March 31st, as well as a massive box set. Or you can buy them separately. They will be in 4K UHD. There will be lots of things. Perhaps I will look them up if there's anything of, but you know you're getting some good stuff. I know that each one's getting a lot of, at least commentary seem to be across the board. I don't know if they're new ones. I noticed that there is one with George Lucas and Carrie Fisher for one of the originals, I think. New Hope. That's cool. I don't know if it's a pre-existing one. Maybe it is. I don't know. I can't see them re-watching it for the upteenth time. But we'll move on. Uh, Cassie and Endor that was announced or brought up or I don't know how they put out this information. The upcoming Star Wars Cassie and Endor show will be undergoing rewrites before it starts production. The new series is set to premiere on the Disney Plus streaming site, uh, but I don't think there is a slot for it as of yet, but that's where it's going to be. So, hooray! It's not dead yet! Uh, and... Uh, after the excitement of seeing Rey with her yellow lightsaber, it was uh, dropped recently this week that issue six of the ongoing Star Wars series by Marvel Comics depicts a RB I forget always forget the RB Silva's cover 
with Luke in his usual X-Wing jumpsuit, but he is holding a yellow lightsaber. Now, we gotta. there's no details on it. It's just to cover, but we do know the story is dealing with what exactly happened with Luke Skywalker's lightsaber after the events of Empire Strikes Back, and we know that uh, the un- upcoming issue number three, she sees the Scooby gang returning to Cloud City after Empire Strikes Back to find out where it's going because he's had a he's had a premonition or a vision that there's a cloaked figure with his lightsaber. So we will find out soon. But let's not let's pump the brakes. Maybe this yellow lightsaber is just a red yellow pairing. I don't know. Uh, and in our final story today, wrestling fans. Your world is now crashed with Star Wars. Sasha Banks, the WWE superstar wrestler, has it has been announced. Uh, I think Matt Men Pro Wrestling Podcast are the ones that dropped the info. She has uh, been cast in season two of Star Wars: The Mandalorian. Details of her character have not been revealed, but it is official. She has been put in it, so that's very exciting. She'll be an extra, uh, an, uh, an excellent addition to the show. Hopefully she has a character, not just a background. But if you like wrestling, well, you're going to like this next season of The Mandalorian. And this has been your Hollow News. How many tables will she go through? I don't know, but she I hope- could take stunts. Stunts. She she would she would be cool as like a Twi'lek, but then like, well, just as every long as female can't be a Twi'lek or a Twi'lek or maybe she's also know, from Alderaan. Yeah, that's getting tired now too. <laughs> They're all from Alderaan. Top five. Top, top five. Top five characters from Alderaan. No. <laughs> top five guilty pleasures of Star Wars. Star yeah. Wars. All right. Uh, the Vader hallway scene in Rogue One because it's awesome and it's awesome. <laughs> uh. uh... Poe Dameron being Poe Dameron. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like that sounds like you to a T. Uh, this one uh, should have been my number one, but it's not. It's number four, and it's Ewoks on speeder bikes. How do you not? Have... How do you not love Ewoks on speeder bikes? That should be all of everyone's guilty pleasure. Should all be Ewoks on speeder bikes. Uh, I love uh, my number four is just like clones being not just cannon fodder. Like it's great. Like just Rex. Grease, Fives, Hardtop. Imagine I just sat here and just named Name them all. I'd let you go, too. 99. My uh, number three are the Naboo Starfighters. Cody. (laughs) Matchstick. (laughs) <laughs> uh my number three that's we're on we're number three my number three is porgs oh he went there what's the cute thing from oh yeah bobby frank <laughs> yeah they're fun uh my number oh. two the tratovs tratov tratov tratovsky's clone wars cartoon all of it i love it all Oh, that's a good one. I love it. Yeah. I just sit there and I'll watch it. I love it. In that same vein, I also really love General Grievous in the Clone Yeah, Wars. well, that's how I got to this one. I was like, I love Grievous. I was like, but I love him in that cartoon. 
Yeah, like, uh, is that one canon? I don't no. think so. No, it's oh. not, which is why it's more of a guilty pleasure. It's, but it's also because you see Grievous, like, Mace Windu crushes his his lungs, so he can't, so I guess that's how he gets the cough. And, and that one, which obviously the, this final season is going to do it, but that one bleeds right into Revenge of the Sith, too. Like, it ends so perfectly into Revenge yeah. of the Sith. And I absolutely, absolutely love it. If you haven't seen it, check it out. That um, series is like the Boba Fett cartoon in the holiday yeah. series. Just like, wow. And it kind of works, but then it's just, it's not canon. Or, well, I guess that's canon. No, I don't know. No, it's not. No, none of it is. And the reason why this 2D one is okay, not is yeah, because George Lucas not. used it as little shorts to see if it would work. And then later on, he's like, hey, let's make it something for real. And he hired Dave Filoni and the rest is history. Uh, my number one. Jar. Jar Binks. JJB. Jar Jar Binks. My number one, you fool. Why did you put this so low? Ewoks. Oh! Like this, it doesn't matter. Don't have the doesn't mean specific. Ewoks. Ewoks. Well, you know what? I was writing my list and uh, they came to mind. And I just put them where I put them on the list. Jar Jar is always going to be my number one. I love Jar Jar. He's my guilty pleasure of Star Wars. And I like that he's becoming more and more uh, uh, acknowledged and accepted by Star Wars fans. But at the same time, uh, he's mine. You know who's a big fan of Jar Jar Binks? Forbes. Forbes. Scott Scott Mendelson over at Forbes loves Jar Jar Binks. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know why you brought that up. <laughs> Just as a joke. We have to go full circle. That's Brock. I'm James. 155 of these, Brock. 155. What? Can you believe that? I cannot believe it. I am shocked. I'm even more shocked than you are. T- today, we didn't really talk about what we were supposed to talk about. But we'll be back next week talking about Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars. Clone- we'll have Clone Wars stuff to talk about next week. Exciting stuff. I can't believe it. I, you can't believe it. I can believe it. But I know why you can't believe it. You can't believe it because you were always scum. That's true. Thanks we're to our scum. guests. Thanks to our guests. You brought your scum. Thanks. You're scum. <laughs> Doesn't feel Hey, scumbags. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos.